0: Day outside. I just walked up here from a it's little area.
1: Such a perfect day.
0: Thank you for the loo. I walked up here from like the Houston and Mulberry area, which you know is usually a very, very lovely part of town to spend some time in. Not right now, not right now. No, uh, so I was beckoned into hell by a police officer who said, Come on in, Have some, <laughs> he's getting get some a kick. And I said, maybe next time. I did hear the San Gennaro Festival referred to by a Brit as that Italian party, which really undersells it or oversells it. I'm not sure which one.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like calling it that Scottish play, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, (laughs)
0: exactly. I, you know, that was a bit head spinning. Um,
1: You know, I was, I was leaving uh, two nights in a row. I was an attendee of parties at El Bucco for different galleries. And I was leaving last night and texted the wife, hey, I'm on my way home. I'm going to stop and get some cash for the cleaning lady. And uh, I walked over to the ATM on House and Street directly across the entrance of that. I immediately took a picture of the San Gennaro festival sign and texted her, never mind. <laughs> I'll be home later.
0: <laughs> oh, that's great. Wow.
1: Jokes. Jokes, jokes. jokes. I, t- my My most key, I mean, just we're on this topic of San Gennaro and restaurants. Uh, I remember once years ago at the original Torsi, the OG Torsi, before those guys kind of uh, became right, yeah, the yeah, cheese bottles the that like they are shop. now. Uh, well, it was a sandwich shop, but they did a tasting menu, menu in the right, evenings. Yes. And it was during San Gennaro, so you looked out onto the street, onto San Gennaro, which was kind of weird and awkward. And honestly, the food was good, but it wasn't enough. Uh, so I ran outside during the meal and grabbed myself a spare rib that was being cooked outside. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty hardcore.
0: I mean, like, I read the great Robert Setsuma's list of things that are edible at San Janeiro. It's a very short list, but according to the Bard, uh, there are some Is this a things. current list? Yes. Because yeah, I mean,
1: love a sausage with peppers and onions, and I would be interested to know what he considers Setsuma, the best stand. he's
0: got the stand for you. He's, he found the one stand that has the legit grinder, you know, sausage, peppers, and onion. You know, we
1: have a meeting downtown after this, Nate, that I was planning on walking to because it's such a beautiful day outside, Mm -hmm. depending on timing. We might have to stop for a little sausage, pepper, and onion uh, situation.
0: I haven't had lunch yet.
1: I so, think that's a plan. It's a blank slate. Right, let's we can do let's get through, let's get through this fucking podcast then so we can get to eating, huh man? I guess so. What's been going on in New York? Other than it is like literally absolutely gorgeous.
0: Absolutely gorgeous. Uh crazy uh night last night for openings. I, I skipped this Werner Dinner in El Buco. Sure was great.
1: I heard you had to walk the dog.
0: I did have to walk the dog. <laughs> I'm glad that all of our listeners know that now. Um yeah, but by the time I walked the dog and got home, I just I, I was in. I did make it to a lovely little cocktail for Ugo Ronda about the Gladstone Gallery, so I did, I did my part. I went to a thing,
1: yeah. You went to, thing. went to a thing, uh, yeah. That opened, that was a very uh spare opening of like two or three sculptures, mm-hmm. beautiful, uh, very undeniably Ugo. Um, also last night, I didn't go to the party for it, but uh, there was an opening the first New York Gallery show by Wade Guyton, uh, with the Matthew Marks Gallery. He last had a show with Rena Spallings. Um, an incredible, incredible Woo! exhibition.
0: Wade is throwing heaters, man. Oh, so good.
1: I gotta say, for my money, like the, the best solo show up right now. Yeah, I mean like
0: we've seen a lot of like pretty good shows in New York. This was probably the first one when, when I walked in and I was like, Fuck me. This is fantastic. This is a show that will be remembered, that will go down.
1: Yeah, for listeners who haven't seen images yet or haven't visited the show, he recreated when he moved uh, into his new studio in 2021. There's all these clothing racks in there, like kind of big... Uh, galvanized pipe racks that he left there for painting storage. And he recreated that sort of stage set, if you will, as an armature to hold the paintings, um, reminiscent of the kind of the gallery Neue in Berlin mm-hmm. to my eye, as a form of a format for. And so you could read these paintings in dialogue with each other, all relatively new work, um, you know, exploring the space of his studio. But also, I mean, two for me, two of the standout pictures were two new X paintings. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. um and i just think you know the, those are the paintings that uh, along with the flaming ewes, that set the market on fire 15 almost 20 years ago which is crazy to say um and he took transparencies of those those paintings re-photograph the transparencies. And so they look like the X's. They have the same drips. But some of the drips are original to the first generation of work. Mm-hmm. Some are drips from the, the the this current creation. And it both creates a sense of desirability for the viewer. Like you want that thing so it looks like the other thing. But it's not that thing. So it's ultimately never or unobtainable. Uh, They turn me on, bro. Yeah.
0: I mean, you know, the, the great Bo Rutland was talking me through this show uh and that's when i really lost my shit yeah and it's also
1: all the other work is great too once you see it through that 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 um wade's unique ability to make things unrepresentable um and this kind of mishmash of um of his studio life of his past iconography of the the machinery breaking down as he makes the work the entropy uh in very rarely do we think of entropy in relationship to painting it's usually a sculptural term but it's all encoded there uh now, as, as I talk about it, I'm more and more excited about that show. And I think it's actually a watershed for someone who like, had his big moment over 10 years ago with the Whitney exhibition that blew mm-hmm. my mind when I looked at the math of that. Uh, and then to see him continue to push the dialogue forward. Um, super cool.
0: Very cool. A must-do show. Also, the show's this runner. Are great. Tillman's. and Jideka Tillman's great. is great.
1: The ability of this guy to take what feel on one level like snapshots of things that are ordinary, of things that we all see in our daily lives, but somehow find the key moment in time, the key framing of it to elevate these things. um, These almost forgotten or interstitial moments and scenes and they're just like, I would never, like there's not a single Tillman's that I wouldn't want on some level right, to live with. yeah. And to explore like visually
0: over time. Also, the opening was just mobbed as fuck. Tillman's himself was just bopping through the whole thing, beer in hand, having a blast.
1: Yeah, I mean, the party's the same. It was a mob scene in mm-hmm. there last night. Yeah. Um, and he oftentimes, at the sound of the scrum, a little bit disappointed that he wasn't rocking one of his DJ sets as right, we've seen yeah. in, in locations such as Hong Kong and a- around the world, really.
0: I've, we've discussed that night. A lot, of a, this yeah, podcast. ad nauseum. We won't, yeah. we won't get into it. But,
1: um, what a great human being! What a great mm-hmm. artist! And uh, Jack's show was it was very, very, very good. you yeah. probably saw it in Los Angeles already. Um, well, in a way,
0: I mean, in a way, yeah, I hadn't actually seen it. In fact, I think this was the first solo show of hers I would ever seen in a gallery.
1: Um, super cool. Uh, I think we should also, if we're gonna talk about openings, we won't talk about the party. But I think, um the the because there was no party uh and we, we went into the show pretty in depth in the last podcast but the Katie Nolan show um pretty incredible.
0: Yeah pretty incredible. Um I I spent a lot of time in there. Uh you know I talked a little bit with Andrew Hayward who was uh, as we discussed help put the show together for Gogosian There's a lot of work. I really, really like the show. I've spoken to a lot of people who didn't like the show, which I find interesting. Um I don't know if my opinion is right, I, I'm planning on going back again. Um, I just like that there's a dialogue to some extent, you know. It, like, it's a fucking good show. It's a, it's a, it's not it's a perfect
1: show. show. It's a small space. There's a lot of work in that space, mm-hmm. but come on, those objects are incredible objects.
0: I mean, I, I spent the rest of that afternoon and into the evening and kind of a spell, really, just like amazed at these objects, these artworks, these beautiful. Op- Objects as artworks exist in the world. Mm-hmm. And then just sort of mediate, meditating on the show, I I just I liked it even more. I mean, yeah. it's 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 a must-see X a thousand, for sure. If you don't like it, that's your own shit, you know, whatever. They
1: are being offered for sale. Mm-hmm. There was a little bit of a stutter step. The PDF didn't go out. By the time the right. show had opened open. I and in my mind, knowing, you know, her history in the art world, I wondered if maybe she made a last minute decision. But no, they this works, this prices. I think um, it's probably confidential information that I won't blather about on the podcast. One of your
0: former assistants uh actually airdropped me the uh preview when I was in the gallery because the 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 QR There you go, Mimi. Way to keep your way to keep yeah. your fingers in there. I like to hear it. it Which is very, very kind. Um yeah, definitely a must see show and I think it's great.
1: Um, and uh, I mean there are a bunch of other shows we didn't mention and doesn't mean we don't love you I was also privileged to go to a pre-opening uh uh walkthrough by the artist of Jules de Balancourt's new work mm-hmm. over at the Pace Gallery, which was exceptional, you know, really uh bright, super fun party afterwards. His friend Ollie, our friend Ollie, uh flew in from Costa Rica. As yeah, uh,
0: as we discussed, Jules and Ollie spent most of their time in a little beside yeah, like pa- Hamlet of, of Paintings Santa are Teresa. great
1: and uh, there I think I, I know that uh that Ollie is and Jules maybe as well in a show opening out in Montauk this weekend, I mm-hmm. believe. Um
0: are you gonna go back out for it? I am not. Yeah, I don't think I am either. I would love
1: to, but just doesn't fit into the rhythm of my life.
0: Yeah, same. I there's a, there's a, there's a world in which I go out for the day, honestly, but
1: we'll yeah, see. I wish I lived in that world. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> um, there's a soccer match happening. You know, yeah, no, yeah, you know, I think we're not supposed to get into it. I don't know. There's some oh, weird. Oh shit! You're right, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to get in trouble, Sorry, Max.
0: Um. Uh, but yes, no so, one listens. Don't worry about it. But uh, Jules had a little party last night at Juku. Yes. Yeah, so
1: there was a little party. Then last night was the big DJ party yeah. that I think Ollie was DJing at. Mm-hmm. Um. But also, while I was at Pace, I was really privileged to get uh, an empty walkthrough of the Maestro Julian Schnabel's new work. Mm-hmm. And you know what, Nate? Kind of a fan of these paintings. I'm sure it fucks, dude. It I, really fu- it slaps. It doesn't fuck. It slaps.
0: I saw. I saw some of it just because I was at uh, Vito's place um, and he was like, hey, you want to just peek into Dad's studio and, and see what he's up to? And then, so I saw some of the work, some in progress. This was maybe six months ago. Um, and I was like, fuck, these are going to slap. These are going to... It's, it's you know. really
1: incredible. It's not overhung. It's very mm. spare. It's a cathedral-like. I don't know. When when he's good, he's so, so good. And then you read the, the press release, which I should have pulled up, but it's so fucking overwrought.
0: Yeah. That dinner at Teresi last night probably ruled also.
1: Yeah, I wonder if it was another super spreader event. Like the last <laughs> snobble dinner I went to was.
0: Let's hope not. Yeah, let's hope For not. For Rich Teresi's sake, at yeah. the very least.
1: Yeah, um, my invitation to that one got lost. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Um, but yeah, just another great week in the art world. I mean, like, judging by last night, like, you know, things are, are thrumming along. Did you know that there was a documentary being made about our favorite critic couple?
1: Oh, God help me.
0: (laughs) So, for the entirety of... I'll totally watch it, but why, dear God? Jerry and Reverter are being trailed by a full production crew, cameras, sound guys, everything, um, as they went from gallery to gallery. Uh, And from what I could tell, there was some very good footage... Uh, being taken there was well, I'm really... sure he
1: wasn't hamming it up for the camera at all. Well,
0: you know, they they play off each other in a really interesting way. You know, like there was a moment where Roberta saw Gavin Brown, I think for the first time in a while and they had a really tender wonderful moment. I also saw, you know, David Swerner and Jerry yucking it up. You know, I think that if, if this documentary is done well, I think it'll be great.
1: If it's done well, if it's done by a disinterested third party, I'm interested in their relationship of two very different writers mm-hmm. and two very different public personas. I do want to state, everyone says, oh, you know, you don't know, like Jerry Saltz, blah, blah, blah. In fact, I bumped into him last night at the Tillman's party, got like a, a very cold head nod. I think when he writes about painting in particular and art in general and purely about the art, I think he's very insightful. And I love the passion he brings to writing uh, art criticism. Um, It's when he talks about the art world and especially when he talks and I would say talks down to young artists in a boomer like way uh, and his whole dog and pony show that I find distasteful.
0: I understand. I I have much respect to the man. Nothing. Nothing but respect uh, for Jerry, who. Yeah. As you said, is a fucking hell of a writer when he's like putting pen to paper. Of course, Roberta. Or well, Roberta won't on, say on nothing negative about amazing, anything. Like a,
1: a, a, a gorgeous human being.
0: Yeah, uh, but you no, know, honestly, mad respect to both of them, and I'm gonna watch that documentary.
1: My respect has an asterisk, for sure.
0: Okay. What There's else also,
1: is I mean, we should also mention just because we've been so New York centric as mm. of late, because uh, I haven't, I haven't been schlepping out to New York yet this season. Um, a big Derek Adams opening in Los Angeles last yeah. night that I'm sure mm-hmm. all the stars attended. Um,
0: I'm sure uh, that yeah, everyone was there. There must have been some kind of a dinner, of Mr. Chow. Afterward, I, I presume. I'm sure.
1: Well, you know what? I unfortunately won't be attending, but was chuffed to receive an invitation to was the opening of Mr. Chow Saudi Arabia. Oh the my God. The empire grows.
0: I mean, I, I would hop on a jet to go out there for sure. if you allowed if the, to?
1: if the invite came with a, a Maradi's ticket, like, yeah, sure. I'd be there. <laughs> it I didn't. Mean, it didn't just to be clear.
0: I did learn from, from our friends at how long gone in their podcast that Graydon Carter is producing a documentary about Michael Chow.
1: Totally into seeing that. Oh,
0: absolutely. Um, and, and it's coming out like imminently. I had no idea about this. Uh, but i'm i'm yeah i think i would heard that.
1: whispers of it you know he's done a few documentaries the um mm-hmm. i i had forgotten that he did the kids Stays in the picture oh that's right which is yeah. a which is a, a so killer good. killer doc um yeah, she- and i also forgot that that was also 20 years old which again you know middle aged man
0: that 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 film doesn't age i watched it a few years ago it it's so fucking good even though rip to the god robert evans he's doing um,
1: And there has been a little bit of news in the art world on the big money side of things. Sotheby's announced um, that they won the right to sell a huge collection, which Mm -hmm. they previewed some of the pictures uh, of at their forthcoming home on madison avenue i haven't even I, i'm not ready to jump into the auction okay, we season got, we, got yet. we got plenty of time but that was big news you know i did you know the, the the season opening sales like the phillips whatever they call under the influence now mm-hmm. uh is up like deals are to, deals are to be had yeah um, for
0: sure i mean like yeah sotheby's announced their contemporary curated today yeah that's what they call um, theirs um you know yeah, there's stuff going on end of the month for sure and yeah we, we'll dive into auction stuff as we, we get close. yeah i'm not there's, ready there's no i can't needs, i
1: can't yeah, think yeah. about it yet um but also, um, former head of Art Basel, Sam Keller, announced, it's not a new job or anything, but he announced that he is joining the board of Super Blue.
0: I found it interesting that there was a full-on fucking press release, big
1: press coverage and all the he's art just, rags. He's just
0: joining the board. I right, mean, like, he's yeah. not running the thing. You yeah, know, he's like, going he's, he's gonna to show up
1: to a quarterly meeting. There's probably some Zooming involved. Ugh.
0: Right. I read that very carefully because I was like, is this real? Is that, like, am I read this correctly? He's just joining the board. He's not taking over. Um, but still, I mean, like an interesting first post Basel move for Mark.
1: Yeah, I think on a branding, personal branding, I would have maybe asked them to undersell it, uh, the, just as just because he hasn't announced what his new professional, if there is right. one, um, orientation will be. And you know, I feel like this kind of sucks the oxygen out of whatever announcement that is, or you know,
0: not necessarily. I he's mean, he's very like, very
1: smart guy, so I'm sure he knows what he's doing. Exactly,
0: but, and you know, I think he's taking his time. When he's ready, he'll, you know. Make a decision, maybe he hasn't even made a decision yet. I mean,
1: it's still super it. embarrassing. Super Blue is still an embarrassing thing,
0: yeah. I mean, like Sam Keller went to the Byler after Basel. Oh. Super Blue is not the Byler,
1: I hadn't thought of it in that context, but that makes it even hard. <laughs> um, we still don't know what Super Blue is, and I just almost called it Blue Man Group by mistake, not even as a joke. Um, you know, it's art. It's experiences. It's a warehouse. It's maybe representing artists that are working in a new form of media, but maybe who also have representation by galleries for the other stuff.
0: Look, nothing but love for for Mark, who's an old old hundred percent, hundred percent. This is this is all about me making fun cool of the organization, not him. Yeah, the Blue Man Group.
1: All that you can go back to the other podcast. I'm sure I've gone on a diatribe before. Also, I was very surprised to get a New York Times uh, news alert this morning. Uh, alerting me of the passing of 91-year-old artist friend uh, Batero.
0: Yeah, I think I, I I I just said to the group chat this got a Times alert.
1: It did and i unfortunately had to respond and this is i'll 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 fully take the embarrassment of this maybe my art credit is going a little bit out the window had no idea he was alive
0: right i mean like i think i googled it every time i walked by that really funny one outside the crosby street hotel because i'll be like oh there's a botero is that guy still alive and then i'd find out he is i'm like oh cool
1: represented by the opera gallery no i'm just kidding (laughs)
0: <laughs> um it did remind me that there's a very great anonymous Instagram called Botero uh, updates that that provides very cheeky uh by the minute uh news alerts on the 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 career of Fernando Botero Well it reminded me funny.
1: of uh, at a dinner this summer in uh, in Bridgehampton that you and I attended our very charming dinner companion. Uh, mentioned the fact that there was a house in Sag Harbor Village that if you look through the window, you could see a very large Botero hanging right. off. And he then actually had a picture of himself inside of that house, uh, sitting on the couch <laughs> underneath the Botero. Uh, I'm redacting the names to protect the guilty.
0: Famous uh, Botero collectors in- include Sylvester Stallone, who has a qu- very big one outside of his Los Angeles Yeah, home. that
1: tracks. That tracks.
0: Um and I found some really funny ones when I was going around those fake galleries in Palm Beach after Miami Basel, which just they honestly they amused me. He he's an artist who amused me and and Rest in Power King.
1: Yeah, the Ven Diagram people that launder money in Batero is a fucking <laughs> circle, bro. Uh, I'm sorry, I know he was an I know he's an important figure and like you know uh, blah blah blah. Actually, I don't care. Rest in Power King. I don't care. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I said what I said. I had taken it back
0: so let's segue to Inigo getting out of speaking prison. speaking
1: of money laundering and and prison yeah so uh prosecutors uh so this guy who was i guess the business manager for Inigo philbrick robert newland um and who pled guilty uh and is up for sentencing he's been free on cash bail and he was allowed to travel back to his home country of the united kingdom um Uh, is up for sentencing, and he he wrote a letter pleading um, for leniency. Uh, The the prosecutors wrote back uh, pleading for a lack of leniency, although saying that he didn't deserve a term as long as Inigo's. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, the key takeaway for me from all of this dialogue uh, was actually the Inigo's getting out next year, most likely.
0: Yeah, I know. Exciting, isn't it?
1: (sighs) You listen, you know, so I get excited, and there's a certain single market food. comes back. Yeah, but like I also just feel like, and I think about him, I just same as Lisa, I just feel so sad about people that you know. I obviously he's a criminal and fraudster and stole money from people, mm-hmm. and that's terrible. But it's just like such, uh, I don't know. It just feels me with with feelings of, of sadness and 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 yeah misery.
0: So, where does he go, Hauser?
1: Probably. But you know,
0: I would think if I
1: were a budding journalist or even an established journalist uh, at a at say a rag that covers the intersection of art and culture and politics and finance, I would be working pretty hard to get the first post jail interview with Mister. Philbrick.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I wonder who has it. It, w- it would be a real coup if. Have if you written would... a letter? I'm a, I'm not going to comment any further on that. I would urge I'm you to gonna... if you haven't. That, that uh, no taken. Okay, Benjamin. okay. No okay. Taken. I like to you know
1: you know I I think you know. If only I were alive, uh, alive and an adult in the '90s, I man would have been a great assigning editor.
0: I know you would have been. I mean, '90s uh, Vanity Fair was fucking. I
1: would have really fit grand. in there. That's all I can say. Totally. Um, yeah, but so so Inigo will be coming out of jail. This guy will.
0: It seems like
1: he will probably. I, my guess is sentencing guy, I would say a year, over mm-hmm. under a year. What are you taking the under or the over?
0: I'm gonna take the over, but um, not by much.
1: Okay. Yeah, and this is not time served. It's just for the betting markets, I'm clear. This is the sentence. Right. Um, what else happened in news in the art world? I feel like we're missing a couple of big stories.
0: Um, I mean, yeah, I think we're still in kind of a post-armory, you know, haze here. Well, yeah, that uh, first
1: week hit so hard. Yeah. Um, and it really kind of blotted out a lot of. This. I will say, it blo- I think it's tough to come back and have two fairs going on. Mm-hmm. I think, especially a lot of the mid to small size galleries, the shows that they debut get a little bit overlooked maybe especially yeah. by the buying public
0: i know i i feel very bad that there is a large swath of tribeca goes i've not made it i haven't made yet. it to tribeca at all um, i haven't made it
1: to what what, what is left of the Lower east side in chinatown yet
0: uh, i hope that we can get to some today but honestly i i have to <laughs> i have to go back and walk the dog oh, um, <laughs> after, after you know they meeting. have
1: dog walkers it's a whole industry in new york and it's way cheaper than nanny
0: <laughs> yes i i i'm aware uh, it's like 20 bucks a walk it. or something i know i know it's it's super And like I know Butter's special, Butter's a, she's, special, she's a special special dog. girl, but, but still. But I think that she can have a, a nice time with Walker as well. We're, we're we're working on it. Um but yeah, especially after a really wonderful blowout uh evening on Saturday night hosted by Karma Gallery at Indochine, I was wiped, man. It was it was a hell of a hell of a week.
1: Did you have the chicken satay? Oh yeah. I Lots love the chicken. I, I really prefer to eat, sit there and eat off the menu than a party I know. there. Galleries, I just give you a heads up. Like I feel like they're better for a sit-down meal.
0: Yeah. Having uh, experienced a wonderful sit-down dinner there, courtesy Gagosian Gallery, for the opening of the Paul McCarthy-Albert Uhlin show, that was a really special dinner um, to have. Yeah, that, and two. that makes sense for the two of them to mm. have their dinner there. That was really lovely. The two of those artists. But hey, you know, I like a... a, a you know buffet buyout as well. In and what's in store
1: for next week? I haven't even looked at my calendar yet. I'm hoping no. I don't have any dinner commitments, but I feel like I probably do. I know you and I have a we, very we special have dinner dinner. commitment,
0: but I, honestly, it's it's you know pretty chill, thank god.
1: I think one thing we sh- I I do want to know. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm interested in the Salon show at mm-hmm. uh LG... DR, I think it opened today, yesterday. D, LGD. Right, LGD, no R, not LVMAH, not LGDR, mm. LGD. Um, open, Levy, I think, Corby, o- Diane, I think, opened last night, and uh, you know, Dominique has been very involved both in the market and directly with the artist for many years. It's mm-hmm. a full career overview, and I'm not that familiar with the work. I have to say, like you know, right. the evolution of it. I always felt like I've heard a European, sophisticated, but also decorative thing. But I'm told by people that would know, uh, people from the gallery, that's a pretty incisive and interesting look. At the practice spanning the entire career, as well as kind of highlighting what else was going on in the world of art and where mm. the crossovers were between you know Abex, pop, etc., uh, through the decades. So I think that'll be well worth checking out. And uh, I think I have to pick up my new iPhone there next week because that was the only place that would have it available to me. Like not not at the gallery, but around the corner at the Apple <laughs> no, Store. No, I'm on familiar the upper side.
0: with the Madison Avenue uh, Apple Store. I've bought many a charger there over the years. So. Yeah,
1: so I plan on I plan on hitting that up next week for sure.
0: I think that that a salon show will. Look Look very nice in that old Wildenstein mansion. Did you read that the, the story in the New York Times magazine about the Wildenstein? Oh guy? my god. Have so we not talked about this? Good. Incredible report of it. I mean, like one of my favorite stories. What of the a year. dark,
1: dark story. I know. They're bad people, huh? <laughs> <I guess laughs> it seems <so. laughs> like allegedly they're bad people, I guess I should say.
0: Yeah. I mean that yeah. If you haven't read it yet, just seriously hop on it right after you read my, you know, twelve thousand words about Kyle De Chanel.
1: Are we living go in no a golden long. age of long-form journalism?
0: You know what, I'm, I'm a proponent of of going long, as they say, and you know sometimes editors need a little bit of convincing because it's like you know people's attention spans aren't what they used to be, but the real X factor here is people are listening to more stories, courtesy the New York Times audio app or Autumn or Audible these types of things. So I think that is encouraging editors to let the writers go long. There have been a number of great. Blockbuster 10 to 15,000 word stories. Tim Alberta's, you know, Chris Lick piece on yep, yeah. was, was was one of them. And I, I honestly think it's because more people are listening. To and that, I think
1: that's incredibly, incredibly smart, Nate. I hadn't even mm-hmm. thought of that because it's not a technology I avail myself of. I also would say, as an old school, some would say old fashioned, some would say semi ludite, I find that if it's a long form thing, I love to read it in the print. Oh, yeah. It's Me like too. easier, just, to, and, and I like to see it as opposed to a short, you know, all these short, quick. Twitter link uh, stories, you know, but that are basically uh, long blog posts that are fine on the phone or oh, something. Yeah. no, A I big mean, like, story. I like to crack open the New York Times Magazine, the Vanity Fair book, what have you.
0: We went up to Maine uh, for a long weekend over the summer and I spent like the entire time just reading through back issues of the New Yorker and New York Review of Books and had the time of my life. But I also have a young daughter and i'm pushing her around in the stroller a lot and sometimes you listen to long stories while you're doing that or to this podcast for for well yeah i mean i i I have been listening to our own podcast i don't know why i'm talking about this but we sound good
1: i heard you went to a really yummy dinner at the golden unicorn last week is that true
0: well you're confusing a really lovely dim sum place in chinatown with matt abramchik's new bought the Golden Swan. The Golden
1: Swan. That's what I meant. That's what yeah. I meant.
0: Uh both great restaurants, one newer than the other one. And yes, Culture Magazine had a great, wonderful, small seated dinner uh in honor of its cover star, the great actor Hari Neff, who's an old friend of mine. She's the best. Um and it was great. She's had a real banner year, Barbie plus everything else. Um and it was a really, really tastefully done uh dinner. Sarah Harrelson, um You know, I mean, uh, they do tasteful over
1: their culture. Yeah,
0: yeah, totally. Um, Lucy and I were seated with Jack Pearson, which was so much fun. He's the best. He's got a great. He's got a great show at the gallery. Um, and we just talked for hours. It was was really, really. Did you see
1: how ripped Alex Israel is in that picture in the Jack Pearson piece?
0: Yeah, it's crazy.
1: Like I thought, I thought my bod was looking good. He is looking caliente.
0: I mean, like that—that would be you if you lived in L.A., Benjamin.
1: Yeah, I don't have an Earl on here.
0: Yeah, let's get on that, people. I think they are on that. There was some time story where the kicker was like, we'll see Erwan in, in New York. Remember? I well, I mean, it,
1: I've walked past the fucking uh, uh, Astor Place like 12 times in the past week, and that 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 supermarket's been supposed to open for a year and a half The Wegmans? Now. The Wegmans. What's I think up with it
0: that? Is, it finally is opening soon.
1: What is now open is the uh, the Great Chicken Finger Place. I haven't been Raisin yet. Raisin Cane's. Yeah, Raisin Cane's. I'm pretty excited.
0: Yeah, I'm a little scared, honestly. Fuck, if
1: we can't find a, a, a sausage, pepper, and onion, that might have to be the way to go. <laughs> that's And that's why that's I don't have Alex like Israel's body.
0: That's a fucking day-ruining meal, man. Yeah, it, I can't do that. Yeah. That's gonna just, like, fuck my Friday. I, I think
1: like, some winter... Cold Saturday, where there's nothing to do with the kids and we're yeah. stuck inside, I'll schlep them down on the sixth line to Astra Place and fill them up with that.
0: Totally. Totally. And on that note, I think we should call it. Plus, Jose Martos is calling me, which is terrifying. <laughs> oh,
1: Jesus Christ. All right.
0: Uh, we love you, Jose. <laughs> uh,
1: talk to you later. That's it. No eh?